This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. The All About Nothing podcast may have content and language that isn't appropriate for some. Listener discretion is advised. Recorded live from GOT Sound Studio in Lexington, South Carolina. This is the All About Nothing podcast with Barrett Trubber, Zach King, and Trent Clark. All right, welcome to the All About Nothing podcast. I am Barrett Gruber, joined by Zach King over there. This is Trent Clark, despite the fact that if you're watching us on YouTube, we did obscure his face. It's me, Amadio. Your, your, your requests have been uh, answered, and so we have done as you asked. Uh, We're not going to show his face anymore. Please quit tweeting us. He is, yeah. Okay, so he, he's, he is obscured. Uh, we are joined by James Amick. Uh, we are going to get in why he's here in uh, in just a minute. Uh, so uh, please subscribe to the show. Share the show where you can. That's how we get new listeners. Also, please consider supporting us financially by visiting theallaboutnothing.com and becoming an official member and proudly calling yourself a true nothinger. We have a bunch of membership tiers available that give you early access to exclusive content as well. Also, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you think we're worth it, go ahead and give us a review and drop us five stars. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts, give us a review where you can. Share the episode with your family or friends and follow us on Twitter at AAN underscore pod and on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> at, I like Facebook. Can <laughs> Can we you, get that? Yeah, clip it. Uh, uh, follow us on those and interact. And uh, also, you can search for us on the All About Nothing uh, podcast or visit our website for links, theallaboutnothing.com. And with Same that out of the way, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we're going to open up Facebook. Uh, real quick announcements. Uh, this Friday, so this episode drops on uh, October 30th, day before Halloween. This coming Friday, November 4th, uh, is the West Columbia 6th Annual Fallback Festival. Uh, music on stage, 76 and sunny, prettier than Matt, food and beverages from State Street Pub, Wico Beer Beer Garden, Bottle and Beer Garden, The Hideout in Wico, Day, uh, D's Wings, Cafe Strudel, a bunch of different places. Also, uh, vendors including uh, Ed's Edition Bookstore, Spot 31, State Street Trading Company, West Point Coins, all of that. Uh, links to uh, the, uh, the Fallback Festival are in the show notes, so go check that out. Uh, also, uh, your new Brooklyn Tavern update for Monday, October 30th. Uh, so tonight the episode drops, uh, episode drops tonight. The first show, uh, open jam and open mic night with Sam and I, 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 Ilya, Ilya band, uh, Wednesday, November 1st. Well, <laughs> I already have something to say the, the band prettier than Matt. What did Matt ever do to you guys? Well, Same he, thing with better than Ezra. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, is there a bunch of Ezra's out there? Less than Jake. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what it's, makes Jake so Matt, great? Matt wasn't Matthew. That's what his problem was. I don't understand what it was. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, November 1st, Liam St. John with Joshua Quimby. Thursday, November 2nd, Joshua Ray Walker and What Is It Even Tour with uh, Jay Turley. Saturday, November 4th, a tribute to Squirrel uh, with special guest Helvis and uh, Damn the Sun. Helvis, damn good name. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, November 5th, Boundaries, Your you Spirit would. Dies, Black Slide. You would. Candescence no. back on Sunday, November 5th. And... Uh, and I, I know we're all good on uh, on on our knowledge of of what's coming up at the end of December, uh, but we'll go What's ahead. And second second show was uh, yeah. uh, planned. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to. Friday Friday. Did December. we get our tickets yet? Friday December. We have, man. What do you mean? What you said? We we have what? Did you say? <laughs> what? I'm not buying you tickets to a show. What? Okay, so anyway, Friday, <laughs> Friday, December 29th, Sequoia Prep Band at the old New Brooklyn Tavern. Then the next talk. night, a second show added, December 30th, second show at the new New Brooklyn Tavern, Sequoia Prep Band. So Where, the first show... What's the new, what's the new Sequoia location? Prep School. Se- Sequoia Prep School. Yeah, whatever. What's the new location? <laughs> the new location is... The Cotton Gin. The Cotton Gin uh, is uh, 632 Harden Street. So you can visit newbrooklyntavern.com Where is for that details. At? Where is that at, Trent? It's a place that I said I would never go. It's in five points. 
I, I said I would never go to that bar called the Cotton Gin. At it's not called the Cotton Gin anymore. anymore. Well, thank God, right. because whoever had that name is it New New Brooklyn Tavern now? It needs to be. I don't. I don't know what the name is going to be. I assume it's just going to be New Brooklyn Tavern. But it's... well, thanks to Trent, they're going to have to put on that marquee. We're not racist. Cotton's just cotton. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll visit, wear polyester. visit NewBrooklynTavern.com for details and tickets to shows and more events to come. There you go. Uh, quick shout out, free times for the uh, Free Times Halloween party. I know that it hasn't happened by the time that this recording is uh, going on or that we're doing this. It has happened. Uh, but special thanks to Tate White, Lindsay Conine of the Post and Courier Columbia Free Times for uh, allowing us and, and i assume there had to have been like a vote with the with the with a group but allowing and then us, they seen my face and it was like oh yeah let them guys get through oh. scary as fuck yeah the, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, gabrielle and i will be winning at least one of the costume contests you think so oh yes okay well <laughs> next week we'll report back on that trent got a glimpse of it i don't think i told him what it was for but. yeah but but zach <sighs> Oh man, I don't know. Zach Zach might as well just do something else. There's a lot of ego, by the way. Gabrielle on Gab- this side of the table. Gabrielle's gift, Gabrielle's uh suit would is gonna kill Zach, so I don't even know. I already know. So it might be like a split decision. Gab might win. No, Zach we're might together. Not. No, it's not together, man. You know? It's a couple's costume. So you're the horse's ass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, I would yeah, I, exactly. I would vote for you on that one. <laughs> Because you're funny as fuck. Yeah. Okay. No wonder we won best of club. <laughs> Save the jokes for me, Barrett. This is a great ad for, and for the free Trent's time. Trent's already saving the looks for me. Okay. So we're, we're going to move on then? Yeah. Is that that's what we're going to do? Well, thank you very much, Free Times, for involving us and letting us be a sponsor. Did your mom event. write that on a popsicle for you? Which one? The horse's ass thing? No, I just assumed if you were coming in a couple's <laughs> costume that Gabrielle would be the front and you would be the end. Oh, maybe we're both horse's asses. <laughs> Two assed horse. Would that be cat dog? Then? Somebody, because <laughs> how did cat dog I don't know. shit? I don't know if that's how did cat dog. Somebody, <laughs> that somebody, question. somebody cut that down the middle of the belly button. Somebody cut that <laughs> of Zach acknowledging that he and his wife are both going to be. The oh yeah, that's ass. going viral. We're, yeah. we're clipping that. <laughs> okay, clip that. All clip right, it. do your thing, internet. All right, so this episode drops on Monday, October thirtieth. Uh, today. Which is five days from now, I guess. Yeah. It's a few days from now. Yep. Uh, so recognizing that that is the apex, I guess, of the Halloween haunting season. Uh, and, and in respect to that, we wanted to enlighten our listeners with the efforts of investigating and documenting the paranormal. So our guest this week is an investigator with the South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations Group. It's a group of experienced paranormal investigators based here in South Carolina. Has more than 5,000 likes and follows across all of Facebook. Uh, some of the recent investigations, including uh, the Veteran of Foreign, Foreign Wars Post 3034 in Sumter, also Lake uh, Shawnee, uh, the abandoned music park in Rock, West Virginia. Welcome to the show, James Amick. Welcome, James. Welcome, James. Nice hey. to be here. Yeah, Thank we're, you for inviting me. No, absolutely. We're glad you could be here. As a uh, as as someone who has, has uh, investigated uh, before. Yeah, this is right down Bears Lane. It, it really it really is. So uh, I know we were talking before the show, but listeners didn't get to hear it. So how long have you been involved with the South Carolina Paranormal uh, uh, Research and Investigations Group? Yeah, so I got started a little less than two years ago. It's been almost two years now i'd say maybe a little less yeah um got started my sister of course shared the post to me said hey they're looking for investigators we should be a team sign up together yeah i signed up without her got the spot she didn't that's a flex um, you can always carry around. That's like, that's like whenever Christmas. you and your friend plan to call the radio station, and but you don't want to get through to get the tickets. <laughs> like, I'm your plus one, bro. <laughs> what happened? I yeah. don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, with this organization, uh, how do you all typically wind up, I guess, booking investigations, that sort of thing? Or do people call you? So basically how it works is people call. We have business cards and people can reach it out to us at our website um scprai.org so we are a 501c nonprofit. oh okay um so that means all of our we do not charge for our investigations they're free okay so if somebody wants to reach out to us you know they can contact our dispatcher contact us 
they send us an email giving us a list of the investigations that are going to happen that Saturday. Our investigations happen on Saturday. And we each choose, you know, hey, I want to sign up for this investigation. And then we'll go out, and it's usually a team or three of three or four, depending on how big the house is. Yeah. And we'll basically walk through with the client, with the lead investigator, and figure out where the hot spots are. And basically we go in with the goal to figure out, okay, is the house really haunted? And if it is haunted, is the ghost a concern? Is it harming the family or is it okay? Sure. Yeah. How, any- how do you how does how do you determine what the hot spots are? Is it like uh, just the layman's way to put it? Does everyone get the creeps like in a certain area, or feels colder as I've heard before? Or so basically, a lot of our, I guess the, a lot of when our clients come, they figure out basically, hey, this is where I'm. We're getting shadows in okay. the hallway. You know, children are getting shoved in their bedroom, don't want to sleep in the bedroom. There's cold spots in the kitchen, stuff like that. Okay. So, so there's a there's a pre-interview that you all do with the client. Okay, with that the makes client sense. Okay. To figure out where the most activity is happening. Because yeah. that's going to let us know where to put our equipment to have the best outcome of our investigation. Yeah. And I, you... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Trent. Has somebody called you just, you know, trying to play around, but like, hey, can... Can you check my house out? And they they never thought it was nothing there, but then y'all came and was like, yo, it's, it's really something here, and you really should be a little worried. You know, I'm pretty sure we do get the occasional prankster who puts speakers in their wall wow. and then call, calls us up, says, hey, my house is haunted. I hear thumping at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, But we ha- I can't really say for sure because I haven't been an investigator for a long time. Okay. But I'm pretty sure we've had something like that happen. Mm. So, Look to their Bluetooth and ruin it for him. Bohemian Rhapsody's playing out the wall now. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the reasons that I reached out to the uh, the South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations Group was because uh, this episode being the day before Halloween drops, um, we had I, I we were going to assign ourselves research to find like stories and lore in South Carolina or historical information that led to. Uh, things like uh, what the lizard man, or 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 what's the uh, the what's the guy that that wa- that supposedly used to walk around in the underground of underneath USC. So that would be the third eye man. Yeah. of USC. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm. Um, That's just Trent. <laughs> I got a third eye for USC. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the another one another one that comes to mind is just all of the 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 deaths and everything that occurred at the uh, the uh, state hospital over on Bull Street. Oh yeah, uh, there's yep. a, there's a lot of history behind that. Um, and but, all the slavery. Yeah, yeah, in Charleston. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, down here too, I'm sure. We're talking I mean, about Midlands. Yeah, yeah. Midlands. Yeah. But yeah, so so any 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 stories or anything that uh, that that you know of as far as as far as South Carolina Midlands that sort of thing. So I know a lot of ghost stories around South Carolina. Okay, but since this podcast is only an hour long, yeah. I'll, I'll keep it short. <laughs> sure, give, give us about two or three of them, man. You know what I'm saying? Two, so, good, three stories. The most common stories I know of are, of course, one the Third Eye Man of USC. Um. The second one is in the – these are all in the Midlands. Second one, of course, is new – if y'all have ever heard of the ghost white lady of Newberry. The Newberry, Opera House? Um, no. Not the Opera House. Okay. Uh, Newberry College. Mm. Oh, okay. So there's a story, and it's somewhat true. So over the years, people have kind of skewed the story a little bit. Yeah. But The Bible had that problem, too. <laughs> Thank you, Trent. It did. Mm-hmm. Basically, people see a white lady who, basically, in a white dress. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have to edit some of this. No, you good. No, you're we good. leave it. We leave it all in. Yeah, we're gonna um, leave it. We're good. Come mostly because okay. mostly the guy on my right is wearing a mask that's muffling his voice, so it sounds like this when he's talking. Okay. <laughs> yep. Basically, the we'll story goes. Her husband thought she was cheating on her, 
cheat. And as they do, as they mm, do, probably mm-hmm. that might have been the story. But he went to the bell tower and jumped off, Ooh. committed suicide. Damn. And at night, while looking for him, stumbled across his body while with a lamp. And that part did happen. Like at least the he he killed himself. That is we what we do know historical records. The other part that's been skewed is kind of you know. Some stories say he was from the Civil War, but the thing is, mm. this was long after the Civil War right. ended, so gotcha. that story obviously wasn't true. Gotcha. So what what is the origin of the three-eyed man uh, running around under USC? Okay, so the story of the third-eyed man basically um, dates back to 1940s. Okay. He's and running around going, wait till next year, wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to burn my own team on that one. Yeah, Basically, story 1940s was when it all happened. A couple of students were heading back to their dorm rooms and on the were passing through the corner of Green Street and Sumter Street. Okay, and saw this man dressed all in silver opening up a manhole cover in the middle of the street and going down into the sewers. Interesting. So, um, fast forward a couple of years later, a campus police officer was doing rounds at night, came around back of the Long Street Theater and found a bunch of chicken parts strewn about campus, just chicken guts and all that, feathers. You know, went... Figured it'd probably be a prank from Clemson students who snuck on campus or just sorority guys or fraternity, not sorority. Yeah. My apologies. You, we got you. Guys. You, can, you can tell when it's a Clemson prank, though, involving chickens because their buttholes are turned inside out. Yeah, and then you can't tell the sorority from the fraternity. Hell, yeah, bet. Don't, don't, don't start uh, with, don't, you want to start with Georgia Tech? <laughs> you want to start? Hey, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be good to finish four wins this season. <laughs> we, us too. To continue. <laughs> um, went back to his car to write a report about it. Yeah. Came back and saw a tall silver man eating the chicken parts. What? And police officer was so freaked out because it was back then. A police officer now would probably just pull his gun out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a dude. Apparently. <laughs> He's got that right. Yeah. yeah. It's like the bath salts guy in Florida. He's bath salts guy is eating somebody's yeah. face. Three o'clock in the morning, dude's eating chicken bones. Got to put him down. Going down. <laughs> um, came back when backup arrived, and the man was gone. Man. And so it's just legend of the third eye man. is. But did he have three eyes? So, in the report the police officer made, he did say that part of the report was he had a disfigured face and there was a third eye. Oh, so his eye could have just moved, maybe. Right? Like, like disfigured? Just he just winked at the officer. Yeah. Oh, you doing talk. <laughs> so fast. Upside down. You know what I'm, I'm, co- I'm, I'm completely distracted by it. The mask. Don't don't be don't be look, normal, bear. The mask fine. looks good on it. Thanks, it does. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. I think that's why Bear is just hating. It's mask behind you. You can I, join. I I don't. I'm, you can join. Look, people are gonna be whatever with my face anyway. Yeah, so. People pay us to see my face. It's is that, not, is that it's not real? Is that, is, is that in the comments? It's not. Oh, okay. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reverse might be true. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> what, uh, as far as like investigations that you've participated in uh, with the group, um, what, what is, what is one of the most recent ones where, where you all actually documented some sort of uh, uh, paranormal experience or, 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 or something like that? Yeah. So. I can't give sure details about personal houses. We yeah, don't tell to, us where. Just, but, just yeah. Um, the most recent one I went on was our recent team trip to the abandoned amusement park. Oh, okay. Like, so you were there. Yeah, Lake Shawnee abandoned amusement park in West Virginia. Yeah, we went there as a team trip. Wonderful place. Very spooky at night. I love it. Um, and we got some. Pretty good evidence there. Yeah. So had some, I was, one of our pieces of evidence was we were at the playground and we were talking and apparently the 
It's called a K2. This yeah. Thing. Yep. There we go. Got Just measure. There's got some devices here, guys. Got some devices here. I've also got some down here. For I don't even want to touch them. To be yeah. This is so the K2 basically is just an EMF yeah. reader, and it's a very it's a very simple device. So basically, if there's if there's if it if it senses or if it recognizes or or whatever the tra- the the receiver inside recognizes uh, electrostatic field or electromagnetic fields or whatever. Then so essentially, what do you do around this? so yeah, so uh, if if there's, I, I guarantee you put it up against that light or yeah. here. Um, see if I put it here, well, see it's it's kind of lighting up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, it the the whole the whole idea is that it 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 will pick up on electromagnetic fields, and and this is actually this is actually a legitimate tool that electricians will use when trying to find a short. So oh, okay. it's, it's it's that's a legitimate that's a legitimate tool that this is the. Uh, uh, what do they call this one? The so millimeter. That's, that's a millimeter. So that's kind of a triple thread is what I would call it. It reads temperature, EMF, so it does what this does mm. as well. So EMF, it'll read temperature. Some of them will read like barometric pressure and all this other yeah. stuff. They These devices can get really, really fancy mm. and, as I found out, really, really expensive. Yeah, um, this is true. <laughs> Okay, so as far as like, can we get some prices on these three that you have in front of us? Well, uh, this thing you can buy these on Amazon yeah. for probably like 40, 50 bucks. Okay, yeah. this this is gonna run you easily around hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. On okay. Amazon. I probably spent I probably um, spent too much money on these two things. Oh, okay. And there's actually a. And what's that? So, so that is a ghost box. Yeah. So. Or mo- like it says, S box for static box. Um, is it like the spirit boxes where it's supposed to or, talk to you? Well, yeah. S- yeah. So essentially, uh, if I can remember how to turn this thing on, uh, it's, it's got an antenna button. too. There we go. There we go. Oh my bad. My battery might be a little low. But as soon as so, what I what I, what you do is you start you 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 hit it, and basically it scans through radio stations. For, for white noise and and the speed at which it scans through if for some reason you get some sort of a voice and it not necessarily just a radio but it goes through multiple changes in the trans in the uh in the in the uh trans whatever i used to work in radio so. kind of like a white noise that movie with what's his face yeah 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 but you can you can switch it over so that it 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 goes to am and of course there's fewer signals in am but oh, did you hear that Who's that jackass in the red mask? <laughs> but that's generally the idea of that. And uh, and the ghost box. new boyfriend. There's an official website you, you can go on to buy this stuff called yeah. Ghost Stop. Yep. I don't know if any of y'all have heard of that before. No. You haven't? No. Okay. You're the odd ones out. I've been. Um, yeah, yeah. He, I, he, he, he's been I, on that. He's actually subscribed. Yeah, he's I, on the mailing I, list. I, I am on the mailing <laughs> list. I, I am on the mailing list. They just opened a place in... Uh, Virginia, I think. Oh, like a oh, yeah, store. Yeah, Bear loves Virginia. Yeah, a physical store they have um in Virginia. So I think it's in Virginia. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Which is weird because I follow them on Instagram. I would should know a thing like that. <laughs> um, have you ever had a uh, experience doing these investigations that just scared the shit out of you? That you were at least like, I don't feel comfortable anymore. Um, not really. Okay, so. Because you say you kind of enjoy it, right? I kind of enjoy the spooky. Both me and my sister and all of us, we all got into this because we enjoy spooky. We're the first ones to go down the dark alleyway at night to figure out what's at the other side. Oh, so you're Um, who the movie be casting. I'd be the first one to die. (laughs) Let's go down this spooky hallway. Let's not. I'll walk in front. Famous last words. What's that? (laughs) So with with the with the investigation that you all did in West Virginia, the abandoned the park, um, and I apologize, I interrupted oh, you. No, but you're good. but what was what was it that happened in the in the playground area? So we were using our EMF meter, and I got on top of the jungle gym okay. area, which got on top. I put this on top, kind of laid it like that. Yeah, and we started asking some questions, and we. All of our questions were being, this thing would light up yeah. every time we asked a question. Most of our questions are going to be general yes-no questions. They're right. simple to ask. We don't want to ask open-ended questions because that's going to make it 
harder. Yeah. You know, can't really form sentences like that. So Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's true. And and sitting on top of a uh, So it was like a little igloo climb yeah, jungle yeah. gym thing. So Was there a lot of people that died at that part? So there are um th- recorded three people from the amusement park that died. There was mm. the first one was a little girl was on the spinning swings. I still forget the name of the thing. I'll call it the spinning swing set. Yeah, I understand what you're talking about. That's the one that's so, most terrifying for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because they only had that little thing there. Yeah, oh, it's still little, like that in the fair. Little I, just, bar. I just left it. My son, my son wrote the same thing, and it's built the same as that way. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Uh, some things. This was back before amusement parks actually had. Regulation. <laughs> yeah, OSHA and shut so, this one down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, the thing is, this park had three deaths. After the third death, it died, just like Action Park in New Jersey. Right. Oh, after yeah. the three deaths. It's always after three deaths, they're like, okay, that's enough deaths. Close down the park. <laughs> it's not fun oh, anymore. We've hit our quota. Yeah, insurance yeah. is like, yeah, we're pulling out. <laughs> so so a little girl died on the swings. Um, The story goes... She was on the swing. She was spinning around on the swing, and a delivery truck was coming in, and it was backing up. And when he was backed up, the swing came around, and oh, the girl smacked oh him back in the truck. Oh, that's um, brutal! And killed her. Thanks, and FedEx. So that was. <laughs> How do you know it was FedEx? They that's, can't catch a race like that. I don't think FedEx existed back yeah, then. Yeah, like what? It's awesome. No, no. Thanks, Wells Fargo, because yeah, Wells Fargo was they were the deliver. No, they were the delivery group back then. They've been murdering people for years. Um, <laughs> the two other deaths were, of course, drownings. So oh. they had a swimming hole and a pond, man-made pond, and there were two victims who would. Unfortunately, drowned. Goodness. That's crazy. But that is not the only death. So the entire amusement park, the guy who bought it, it's called Lake Shawnee for a reason. It used to belong to the Shawnee Indian tribe. Well, when he bought the park, he found out later that it was an Indian burial ground. Oh. So they found. Classic. I think the end result was like 3,000 Shawnee Indians. Buried on the property. When I'm trying to build a Ferris wheel. Or bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly what happened. I know. <laughs> the one other guy building the turtle, turtle wheel or whatever was just over there going like, I got bones over here. There absolutely needs to be a movie about the Shawnee amusement park. That they should be crazy. It would be an interesting horror movie. I would yeah. love to watch it. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. So as far as, as, far as in the Midlands, uh, and we'll take a break in a second, but uh, as far as in the Midlands, um, Besides the 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 third eyed man and and um, I guess uh, I know so I guess I guess what I'm trying to get to one one of the one of the stories that that I had heard and I don't have any evidence to back it up but I, so I mentioned that we did an investigation at the town theater which at the time and I think it's still true the town theater was the longest running um, community theater in the entire country uh, it basically from from early 1900 all the way up until now uh the present it's always had something going on i'm not sure if during covid they did but i imagine i I imagine Uh, that covid would be sort of the asterisk yeah i think they stopped doing some things during covid yeah probably did a lot of online stuff yeah not really sure about that one of the uh but one of the stories about why so that theater also has the girl in white and, and the story behind that particular girl in white was that when that, before the building became a theater, it was a uh, delegation or, or, or a home that was set aside by the Dutch embassy or something like that for delegates when they or or, or, or uh, ambassadors, whatever, when they would come to Colombia, it was set up by the, by the Dutch a diplomat? Visit. Diplomats, thank you, diplomat. So uh, it was set up for diplomats to visit. Uh, apparently, there was a fire in the house, and in the fire, all of the family except for one escaped, and it, it was a French family that was staying in the Dutch house. And uh, the girl... Mad, I'm scared. Apparently, bef- right before... I guess she, was, she apparently was running out, 
the roof gave way and it and this is the story the roof gave way and uh a beam from the from the second floor the third floor or whatever came through and drove her into the basement <laughs> she died she didn't make it that's crazy uh, both of y'all just laughed at that but that's the that's but that's what i'm trying to point uh, out is, yeah. is is the is the story behind some of these this lore i think over time gets so uh, exaggerated with how the you know to set up the events spine like a ten penny nail, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially the but the the but what happened there what we what we actually documented was we did document uh, a whisper voice we never actually documented any video or any anything of a girl in white in inside the theater area which would have been the foyer of the home you would wanted uh, to see that girl in white right. You know, like you I was there for that. I show us your boo. Again, I'm a I'm a skeptic, but I I would like to die. I would like to be pro- I would like to be it proven for me. Uh, Is that no the reason why you keep hunting skeptic. though? Yeah, yeah, essentially, you keep hunting just to make yourself see something to document it. Basically, we keep hunting because we see it. Well, it's very rare you see. Something or something happens, Correct. but that one moment you see is it, like, man, I would love to see that again. I mm. love for it to happen again. Yeah. yeah, and so you keep chasing that. Well, well, so we what, was your, more, what was your one thing that that you seen that you like? Well, okay, we, I we, we had a mortician in here, and apparently that joint is popping, like yeah. all the time. The his the well, funeral home full of dead bodies. So I, <laughs> he's like, well, have y'all yeah, done that. one? Have y'all done <laughs> one? Because he was in here telling us that. Oh yeah, he was saying everything. People was coming in. He thought was coming yeah. in, but nobody like, was really coming that's in. That's the place, right? <laughs> we got to get these two together. That's not where they died, but that's where th- I mean, they're maybe lingering over their bodies. If anything, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we've done an investigation in a mortuary. Yeah, it, I mean, they, they probably don't get a lot of. They probably don't want people to be there, right? I would imagine it would scare their customers away. Kind of like there, there are dead bodies here. It's a little, I don't know. It's supposed to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we do burn bodies. Probably some leftovers. Back away. I'm scanning this shit. There's some leftovers here. <laughs> okay. we're let, Let's take a break. We'll come back after the break, and hopefully we'll get Trent to take the mask off. You'll never get me to take the mask off. It's me, Amadio. Then we're going to super glue it to his face. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be back with uh, James Amick uh, here from the South Carolina Paranormal Research Investigations Group. Uh, just real quick, if, if you have any experiences or you all want an investigation, uh, and the group, the group is here to assist. You can phone number is eight six four nine two three three one seven zero. You can email them scprai two zero zero seven at gmail.com. or again, you can visit their website uh, scprai dot uh, org. Is that I didn't write that one down. Uh, well, we'll yeah. put we'll put the show notes. We'll, it'll all be in the show notes, so you can get access to it there and 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 contact them if you need assistance. So we'll be back right after the break with James, uh, Zach, Trent, and I here on the All About Nothing podcast. Hey, this is Bex on Not Quite a Wallflower on Instagram and TikTok, saying hi hi to you if you're Scotland, and you're listening to Barrett, Zach, and Trent on the All About Nothing podcast. All right, welcome back to the All About Nothing podcast. Barrett Gruber, Trent Clark, Zach King. We're joined by James Amick of. Uh, South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations. So, uh, James, again, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. And, nice to uh, be here. And, and, and also appreciation to the, uh, to the group for uh, setting this up because uh, I, I think that if it weren't for that group, uh, I, 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 we, we potentially would have had to make up or find stories on our own. So. You just had to scribble something on a sheet of paper, I guess, and yeah. carry on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were going to go down conspiracy theories and just go crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I was, I, I was going to tell. So there's a, I'll just tell it real briefly. But there's a, there's a story. Uh, there is a, a Methodist church in Columbia that actually has uh, the body of an orphan uh, buried underneath it, and you can actually go and see this. Uh, so on purpose? Yeah. Um. I don't know if they'll let you go down there. I cannot guarantee that they will let you go down there. Don't talk to the <laughs> pastor about it. Um, so that story is people. true. Yeah. Um, uh, I forgot her name. Oh, wow. Darn it. You, um, if you talk about yeah, it. Then. You Google it. I'll talk about it. Her name's probably Emily. Um, <laughs> um, Sarah. So basically what happened was when they were renovating the church, they had a graveyard, obviously, because it's so old 
um, bodies everywhere. Well, they called the families to, hey, we're relocating the bodies. Come get your people. We're relocating them to Elmwood Cemetery. All the bodies, or most of them, were relocated to Elmwood Cemetery in Columbia. Yeah. Um, well, there is one or two graves. One of them was a fit, what is known as a Fisk casket. Mm-hmm. So this casket is very special because it was designed before uh, embalming was created mm-hmm. or was popular. There were forms of embalming, but it was more in Europe, so it wasn't very popular in the U.S. Well, this casket was to seal the body from oxygen, basically just seal it up to preserve it for identification later. And oh. in the top of the casket was a glass pane you could look in and see the person's face. And that shit is still there? Pass it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there. You um And it's a kid. No, well, this is not a kid. She she's died. Twenty eight. She was thirty years old when yeah. she died. When you when you And what's her name? You called her an orphan. Did you find out her name? Um I don't know the story about her being an orphan. I don't think that was true. Yeah. Um but it just makes the story sound better. I think yes. in this case it was just because it was an unclaimed body that This is that, like a thing that was reserved for popes and shit. Like the one cathedral has like a a a, a bishop or a cardinal or a pope or something. Uh, I don't think it was reserved primarily for popes. Um cuz they found people like that these same caskets in New York when renovating buildings, they'll pull up a floorboard and see the person's face like, oh, who's that? Oh, the person who finds that is not okay for the rest of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're in therapy. <laughs> yeah. Imagine pulling up a floorboard and seeing somebody's natural you face in a casket. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, Saul happened. That looks like a diver's helmet that she's, like, concealed. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, her name, uh, it was. It's under the It's under the Washington Street United Methodist Church, and her name is Sophia Catherine Nance. Mm. Sophia, that was her name. Okay. Uh, she, uh, yeah, it says um, she was aged 28 years, 6 months, and 14 days, uh, died 24th, January 19, uh, 1853. So, yeah. COVID-1853. Um, the, they're not sure how she died, so a good... A solid myth is they couldn't find her in census records, which that might have led to the orphan tag or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, stranger. It's hard to be probably. a twenty-eight-year-old orphan at that point. You really got to be taking care of yourself. Well, I that figure. makes sense though, because you, like you said, they made that kind of casket for people who weren't identifiable to come see. So oh, she yeah. might. Have so maybe her family could. Eventually yeah, it, oh, she yeah, could have been derelict or something, and. Hmm. That's crazy, though. Yeah, they're yeah. not sure how she died. That's one of the things I'm thinking. We see either from yellow fever, um, or some other problem. It makes or, you makes you wonder that because that looks like that's much more expensive than the average casket. Oh yeah, these be. caskets were designed for people who could afford them. Mm. You know, if you were poor, you got put in a pauper's grave or a whisker casket yeah and it, oh apropos of that weird kind of thing you know the girl you do cpr on the face was after the drowned girl that they had for a while that they really? found in france yeah so the face they use for cpr dummies is that girl's face oh yeah i found oh, that really? too yep, 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 yep. You are right. i thought it was bs and then ifl put it on and i was like this is for real for real that's and it, creepy. It, it, it's yeah creepy. so like i've taken that course i'm like i didn't know i was going mouth to mouth with like a Death mask, basically. So, so the, yeah, so she lies beneath Washington Street United Methodist Church, and according to this, it says that you can't actually go down there anymore because no. a crack actually de- appeared in the glass. Uh, they think JB possibly, you know, possibly from a child tapping on it, uh, as it was un- as it was not uncommon for children to go down there. But essentially, in order to get there, you had to get on your hands and knees, and you had to traverse uh, past other tombstones that are actually underneath the church. I'm out. Yeah, this is... Uh, Imagine being a child and being like, let's go see the dead lady under the right? church while yeah. the prep passes. Well, that sounds like something kids would do. Yeah, that's the kid you make friends with in school. You're that's like, the one, you're really that's the one that found kid. Georgie. <laughs> Georgie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Georgie. Oh, the one who stayed yeah. there and talked. Yeah. Georgie, yeah. yeah. Hey, Georgie. You're like, ah, the kid who talked to the clown in the, the sewer. So... <laughs> he deserved uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> you, coming. You're from, you said, Aiken? I'm from Aiken area originally. I moved to Columbia. Okay. 
So, uh, but you guys being from the Ballantine Chapin Little Mountain area, this is this is one. It's called the shape shifting Daniel Coon of Dutch Fork, apparently. So uh, I know some coons. Yeah, okay. Uh, the most uh, the last name. The most <laughs> the most the most famous there are the most famous <laughs> magician in the Dutch Fork Central South Carolina was Daniel Coon. We speak of him in our earlier post. Apparently, this is a, an ongoing uh, blog post. But uh, being born in 1810, Daniel Coon would have been too old to have been drafted for the Confederacy. Yet one day, Confederate soldiers found bloodhounds uh, uh, with bloodhounds began trailing him to force him into service after refusing to enlist, saying that it was against his principles. Now, being a wizard, as, as he claimed to be. Uh, <laughs> the Coons were a wizard at one point? Fuck the dog still biting. That's <laughs> how he got out of the army. Yeah, he, he, he would have been able to live his life looking much younger than he actually was and may explain why uh, he was popularly uh, known as Little Daniel, also being targeted for enrollment uh, by the by the military. So Little Daniel, uh, and also, uh, let me see, he was... He was with a friend at the time the Bloodhounds uh, came after him, his companion, and they said uh, they must both stand still. The hounds began whining and um, backtracking after seeing that there were two people, uh, two men that were uh, now just a pile of dead pine tree branches. So apparently he was able to appear to be a bunch of pine tree shavings or whatnot. Uh, he, like, he was able to trick the, the, the bloodhounds into this. Some people say they still see him in his um Chevy 2500 doing the Carolina squat at midnight. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous shit. Like, little Daniel, wizard boy done. <laughs> the boy who lived. <laughs> All right, so, so, what stories have you heard, Zachariah? Um, nothing. Mike, Mike. Nothing? No. That's the, how you used to do in high school? The creepiest stuff I saw at like 2 in the morning was a drunk lady in a ditch. Like, the the... Only ghost story I have where I was like, that's weird. Who else would it have been? It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, uh, what the way our house was built is my brother's room was over here. My room was over here. We had a great room right here upstairs. And then there was a Jack and Joe bathroom between the two. And between that, there's a stairway that goes downstairs. It was closed off with the door. But uh, it was like literally, I'm just gaming like 2 o'clock in the morning when I was like 16, 17. And I hear the drawers in the bathroom. I know what they sound like because I could hear my brother in there just closing and opening them loud as shit. But somebody was in there going, bam, bam, just slamming the drawers closed. And I was like, well, I'm going to go in there and beat Hunter's ass. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. So I grab a drumstick and I'm ready to go in there like, dude, what are you doing? Like just whack him with a drumstick a couple times. I open my door and my brother has something to hit me with for doing the exact same thing. He goes, that wasn't you. I was like, no, I was ready to go clobber you for being an idiot at two o'clock in the morning to wake <laughs> mom and dad up. And he goes, what me? We open the door, turn the light on. One drawer is fully open. Some stuff's on the ground. The other one's kind of uh, cockeyed open. And I was, he goes, that wasn't me. And I was like, it wasn't me. I was like, we saw, we literally came out of our rooms at the same yeah. time. And saw Where was your other. sister at? She, my sister lived with Trent. My sister, yeah, <laughs> dude, probably at the time. Who knows? But like at the, the, my sister wasn't there. Everyone was asleep. And I asked the next morning, like I asked my mom and dad, I was like, you weren't in your bathroom, like slamming drawers or anything. Cause I, I was above them. I would have heard it. Yeah. It was that, it was that yeah. room. Shit. What did my sister come up there and start slamming drawers, pissed off for some reason and run back downstairs. It's a possibility, but that's the only one that I truly cannot explain. But like, she would have had to come out through one of your rooms. Cause it was a Jack and Jane. No, bathroom. my sister was downstairs. Right, right, but but between but the bathroom that you all heard the sounds coming from was the one between you and and Hunter. Hunter, Chubby had to come upstairs, open that door, go into our bathroom. Oh, so there were three doors to that bathroom. Was there a door in Plus your the bedroom? Way out of the house? No, dude, yeah. dude, no, no, no. There's a, like so. Me and Hunter's doors open to the great room. And oh, you had okay. to be in the great room to get into I gotcha. the bathroom. Okay. So yeah, no, I asked all of them. They're like, no, we were all asleep like normal people. You nerds were up. And, like, that's the only weird one. Like, they said they didn't do it. And I was like, well, someone was slamming drawers. Hunter heard it, too. We were ready to go kill each other because we yeah. thought it was each other. Um, yeah, that's the only one. Uh, even before we built that house, um, it was owned by a guy who diddled kids, apparently. And wow. blew. he didn't kill anybody. As far as we know, nobody died there. But he did diddle kids and blew up his house when the authorities found out that he did that. We now call them pedophiles. 
Uh, exactly. Back in so. back in Zach's day, they called them diddlers. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I can I can tell you. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't want to be like there was a pedo there, but it's exactly what it was. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell you. So, uh, growing up, the house that the house that we lived in the longest when I was when I was a kid uh, was off of Henderson Mill Road on Henderson Mill Court, which is and y'all got that right after the Civil War ended. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so it was a house that was built back in the 1970s, uh, it, and it was a nice house. It was a three-story. It had an in-law suite in the basement, uh, which we 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 completely um, set up for my grandfather, who was living with us at the time. Uh, okay, so the story goes, and it's not my story. It's my sister's story uh, and my mother's story. But essentially, my sister was having a, a party or a sleepover with a bunch of other girls, and they had made plans to go down the street to toilet paper uh, Mike Mike. Mike, uh, I can't remember his last name. Those bitches. Kowalski. It was Kowalski. So he was going to, they were, they were going to go down the street dickhead thing to, to do. toilet paper, the Kowalski's house. An asshole thing. To do. Uh, my, my, my sister tells the story that they got as far as about halfway in front of the house when they heard a voice coming from the upstairs study saying, girls, come back, come back inside. And what they said they saw, and again, I'm, I'm buried in the is, bathroom. What I'm, what I'm giving you a story. Like, come back. I want to see how I dress again. You should pillow. <laughs> I want to see how I dress again. This is a, this is a secondhand story. But what, what, what they told us was, is that they saw a person in the study in the, in the, on the second floor calling them to come back. So they all came back in and were up and uh, they went to my parents' bedroom and woke my parents up because all of them were around their bed. And so my mother and father woke up and said, you know, is there somebody missing? Is What's wrong? They would just stand there just holding toilet paper. Yeah, right? they were all, yeah. <laughs> but but they, they confessed that they were going down to the Kowalskis and they were going to toilet paper the house, but they came back because they were told to come back. And, and the only people that, the only, the only girls that would speak in it was my sister and uh, another girl, I think, I, I think the name was Becky Waldorf. Uh, but that's a hell of a name. Well, Becky. look, yeah, <laughs> Waldorf. Waldorf. I, I think it that's was the name of like hotels and stuff. But, but that wasn't. That's not the only thing that's ever happened. So my my brother and I used to sleep in the same room on bunk beds. And at one point, he swore like I woke up to the sound of something hitting the floor, like something went thump. Another diddler. So when uh when when I woke up. I immediately snapped at him and was like, I was like, what are you doing? He said, he said the top was just, was just flying. It was hovering in, in air. What? It was a spinning top that was just spinning in air. And then it dropped and the, the, it hitting the ground is what woke me up. Now my brother still swears that this, that he didn't do anything. He didn't drop anything that this was spinning on its own. You know, some end. people just die with the lie. You know that, right? Oh, well, I'm wondering like well, he's not dead yet. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just saying, like, I couldn't, some people are not gonna say I couldn't do, do that with like a comforter and yeah. normal, but ghosts are like fucking look. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> the, the other weird thing that happened in that house was that we had uh, a couple parakeets that I was watching for an ex girlfriend. <laughs> Can't trust birds. Yeah, Bear, parakeets. Hold par- on, hold on, hold on. Parakeets. <laughs> Parakeets. I can't take you seriously in this mask. I can't take these stories seriously. She, Parakeets, so my ex, Waldorf. My ex girlfriend. My ex girlfriend. When she went away to college, she went to U, uh, uh, University of Georgia. When she went away to college, uh, she asked if I would take care of her birds. I didn't say no. So we had we had her birds. You've always been a nice. Just like I didn't there. say no to getting a cat today. Yeah. So we so we uh, so we were watching her birds and and we kept them in the same corner of the house that. They that was that was just where they stayed, and one day came downstairs, both birds dead. What? And then it was it was like six months later. We had hamsters, that same corner, two hamsters just dead. Really? It was it was I I attribute it possibly to like a, a methane or a radon leak ra- radon. Uh, so what did you tell the girl when she came back to get her birds? Her, bird, her birds died. But were you, were you in that? this house alone? No, 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 it was it was. It was me, my brother, and my mother. Did they sue y'all for those birds being dead? No. Did somebody you the bird sleepwalk watcher? and strangle them? No. They just, they so I'm, just not, I'm never going to leave my dog with you for a weekend. Just don't leave them in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> that corner is deadly. But I was like, listen, I don't, I don't even put live this. there anymore. Your kid was in the corner. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, uh, yeah. So, but, but ultimately, I lived in a house that the, the claims are that there was Spirit. My grandfather, uh, before he passed away, he talked about seeing his ex, his his um, the, his wife, my grandmother, that passed away, 
I don't know, 20 years before that. My grandmother, before she passed away, she always woke up and thought she was working in a, a, a job she had like 45 years ago. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. dementia. That's exactly. It was Alzheimer's. Yeah we, yeah, we went in there and she was like, well, I told Henry I'd be back at the office. I'm like, Grandma. Henry's <laughs> 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 not looking for you. <laughs> Henry, my dad, before he died, he'd be like, you got my car right? And I'm like, you don't drive. Yeah. So any any experiences on, on your so, end of things like that? My first ghost experience was actually the old city jail in Charleston. Oh, very so cool. I've been there. I did a um, couple overnight investigations, did the ghost tours, all that. Um, so this was in Lavinia's room. Oh, yeah, and Lavinia Fisher. I was with a couple of guys. They had cameras, um, K2 meter. They actually they had the K2 meter. On the floor, and they put a rose on the floor. Now, we didn't, along with EVP, so we use this to record electronic voice phenomena. Yeah. Basically, voices you can't hear, but they show up. Well, they had a rose, but they weren't getting anything. I walked up after a while, and I was like, I'm going to take your rose. I went, picked up the rose, left the room. The moment I left the room... The EMF started going off. Oh. And it started answering all of our questions. Oh. Up until the point I put the rose back. I was like, okay, I'll give you your rose. Put the rose back. Silence. Yeah. That's strange. Lavinia Fisher, by the way, uh, she and her husband were the first. uh, uh, She was the first female serial killer in the United States. Uh, she and her husband, uh, as the stories are told, she and her husband owned a hotel, I guess, or a bed and breakfast or something that was just outside of Charleston, right? So they owned, back in the day, you had mile houses. Right. So every mile back in horse-drawn carriage days, you'd have a house, you'd feed your horse and go to sleep. They owned six-mile house, so about six miles outside of Charleston, which is, the actual location of it is near where Charleston's Naval Hospital oh, okay. stood. Um, so basically the story was they were America's first serial killers. Honestly, really, um, there's parts of the story that got skewed. They weren't really known as the first serial killers. Most of their, the highest crime they got was highway robbery, which back then was a capital offense. You stole... You shoplifted from Dollar General, you got hung. Yeah. Or you robbed so, Wells Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> you robbed Wells Fargo, you got shot on site. Mm. You know, shoplifting, they'd give you a couple of days in jail and then hang you. Um, but, yeah, the highest crime they had was basically highway robbery. Yeah. And for Lavinia, she threw a guy through a window. Okay. So, yeah. Um, they did find one body on the property, but I don't think they were able to gotcha. actually line it up with the fishers. Yeah, because what was, if you watched any, whether you watched Ghost Hunters with the Taps group or or you watch uh, Ghost Adventures with, um, or yeah, Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagans and, and them, yeah. uh, they did the, they did the uh, Charleston Old City Jail. And uh, the story that they told of Lavinia's hanging was that uh, before she was hung? That apparently she said she she announced to the crowd that was about to watch her get hung, and they she said, "If there's anything that anyone has to say," and I'm paraphrasing, but if there's anything that anyone has, uh, if you, if you have a message you want me to relay to the devil, tell me now because I'm about to see him. Tell and him I said, According to the story, she then jumped off of the platform and and broke her neck. In, in the hanging was so, the story that was told. So that story actually is accurate. Okay. So she did say those words. Um, so back then, hangings were a public thing. Yeah. So you could, yeah, we know. You could buy tickets to see someone get their head chopped off. Mm. Back then, you know, people sit on the roofs, wave, oh, yeah. you know, wave flags around, go executioner, <laughs> yay. You Sharpen know. your axe. <laughs> But yeah, that was a that was a crazy one. So we did we did the city jail, uh, old city jail in, in Charleston as well. We just did the tour, uh, and uh, I, I'll admit I don't think anything creepy happened or anything like that. But we were with a group of about thirty other people, so it was a it was a very large group that we went to do it. 
uh, with, but it was, it was a cool experience. And they definitely told us that, you know, for a nominal fee, you could basically rent or, or you could, you could experience an overnight in, in the location. Did y'all ever do the pirate jail? The pirate jail in Charleston where they held Blackbeard. Oh, the provost dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've done that one yet. Um, That'd be crazy. So just as a reminder, the old city jail in Charleston is open to pack up for tours. They yeah. have announced that. So Bulldog <laughs> is continuing with their tours. Yeah. That's the same. That. That's the same organization that does the carriage rides and, and, and whatnot yep. through Charleston as well. Wonderful place. Shout out to Bulldog tours in Charleston. Um, have you ever done anything at USS Yorktown? I have. I actually I as stayed a, the night on the Yorktown. I was gonna say as a Boy Scout, okay. we stayed we stayed the night on the Yorktown uh, okay. a couple times. The uh, and they told us. I, I and and I, I I'm gonna mess this up, but I do remember them telling us of uh, apparitions that have been seen in the galley. Uh, that uh, that that from time to time people would report that they saw uh, soldiers. Well, uh, of Navy men. Um, walking through the galley or walking into like into a bulkhead or something like that. They're called seamen, Barrett. Seamen. Naval naval officers, naval enlisted (sighs) seamen. Sorry. Are you one of the Boy Scouts that saw the lights in the water? No, I never actually saw that. Lights in the water. I never no, I never (laughs) saw that. Those are UFOs. (laughs) In the water? I guess they can swim now. Apparently they can. We've we've we have reached the uh, we have reached that echelon of of because the sky is is so obvious now that we we do have UAPs apparently that what if they go down? Like, we wouldn't know USOs. You uh, never know. Submerge objects. But yeah, the Yorktown Yorktown was pretty cool. Um, I was just in Greenville and they had a Greenville tour. I was pretty close to downtown at the residency and they I seen like a tour of people like doing like a ghost town. Oh, they have a they have a walking. You see, yeah. that's that's the thing. Columbia had a ghost walk tour, but I haven't I, I haven't been able to find any details on it because I I did it once. Uh and those they aren't necessarily always about the ghosts. They were more about telling some of the history behind what then led to ghost stories and things like that. That's a, I did that in Savannah. I did their ghost tour and I was like Pfft. Yeah, Columbia I don't know if they did it this year. They used to do like a Walking tour through Elmwood Cemetery. Yeah. I don't think they did it this year. Yeah. Columbia is not known for ghosts. There's another popular ghost I wanted to talk. I don't really believe in it, but um, Hitchhiker of Gervais Street Bridge, if any of y'all have I've heard, heard of that. Yeah. No, so, tell, yeah, I haven't heard of that. Tell us. Apparently, and I don't know the official story because, again, it would be very hard to do an investigation on the Gervais Street Bridge. Yeah, of course. Traffic. Yeah. You know, at night it turns into a drag strip. Yep. Um, basically, the story goes there was, it changes from a girl to a guy, but somebody got hit and killed on the Gervais Street Bridge, and people have claimed to see somebody walking across the bridge and, you know, oh. thumb a ride and, by the time you get to the other side of the bridge to the Black Rooster restaurant on the other side, the person would have disappeared. Yeah. Oh. Um, there's a there, and there's there's actually like a couple hitchhiker legends like that that pass around too. Yeah. The, they it's a very old bridge, and you gotta like you gotta know how to drive on that bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, you, there's no you, passing on that. bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're right beside a big truck or a bus, oh uh, yeah, like when that lane merges. Yeah, just just slow down. Yeah, old state old state road, uh, which is which is basically was the original highway that went from Greenville all the way down to Charleston. Old state road where it goes through Casey, it used to pass the the Carolina Eastman uh, Kodak uh, uh, chemical plant. Um, it used to be that that road went all the way from Casey to seventy seven. Yeah. So like, but it's it has since the two thousand fifteen floods, they've actually just closed it and and. As soon as you get past the Carolina Eastman, there are barriers. You cannot drive past that anymore. You can drive past the barriers. It would take a pretty strong truck, but I'm yeah. pretty sure you get past them. Well, so sounds like a job for Chevy Tahoe. Well, basically, the basically what happened was is that City of Casey and uh, state troopers basically didn't want to have to be on that road anymore because mostly what it was being used for was drug drop-offs and things like that. But there's a story about where the train tracks, where it crosses the train tracks closer to the interstate, 
uh, that, and, and I've heard this story from other locations as well, but apparently there was a bus uh, that stopped on the train tracks and couldn't start, and there it was full of kids, and a train came along and hit the train, hit the bus. Now there's no documentation of this incident occurring. It's only it's only folklore yeah. that this happened. But if you stopped your car on that, if you stopped your car on the road on top of the railroad tracks, that if if you just left your car idling or in neutral, that your car would eventually push itself off of the railroad tracks, and if you came out and looked on the back, you would see fingerprints of the children. That supposedly got hit by this train. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always it, in, I've heard that. I've the heard thing, that. This is the best AAA that, ever. But I think and, I heard it in another place, though. Yeah. It's and that's a, the thing. I think it happens everywhere. All right. So well, we, we leave the element on the tracks. Yeah. I'm not doing it. It's easily debunked. I mean, and I'd hate to debunk it like this, but you stick your car in neutral and you're on a hill. Your car's done. It may not look like a hill, but you're going downhill. Right. Yeah. With your car in neutral. Yeah. I was like Isaac Newton figured that one out, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, you, Apple. Have you, have you heard of Crybaby Bridge? I've heard of a lot of Crybaby Bridges. The yeah. one in Anderson. Yeah, that's the original one. Yep. Um, that's the only one I there was because it says here that the the original bridge was built in 1919 in Virginia, and then it was originally placed in Charleston in 1952. Then was moved. Oh, no, no. Yeah. What? Well, excuse me. In 1919, it was built in Virginia, and then it was placed in Charleston, and then in 1952, it was moved to Anderson, where it stayed till 1980. I mean, 1987. Why would you move a bridge? Here's the thing, though: the London Bridge uh, or the Tower Bridge that was moved from London. It was purchased by some millionaire, and and literally shipped brick by brick across the Atlantic. Where it then is now in uh, Arizona, and it's actually it 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 is yeah, now. Yeah, but that's compl- a pretty famous. Sure, we're talking about like a normal everyday. Yeah, like, uh, there are, like why are they trying to save this bridge? Bridge ISIS so, before like, road kind of bridge. But, but that was what I was gonna say is that there are some there are so there are historic bridges that are like a covered bridge or something like that. That when when a when a city decides or a town decides or, or a state decides they're going to replace that bridge. They will put those things up for auction for yeah. someone to buy it. Somebody said, like, maybe we could sell the bridge. That's what they do. They sell it. They'll sell it piece by piece. Someone buy Gervais Street Bridge and widen it. All that construction they're doing, you would think they would widen the bridge first, right? I don't know what they're doing on the river. Does anybody know what they're actually doing? It looks on the like river? they keep pumping water out, out of, of the thing. Spots. Yeah, they, they've yeah. created like a. They've, they've I thought created... they were trying to create like a little water hole, maybe. Like I thought they were hole. making a new park. Now, I did too. There's rumors about a bridge they're building over the river. Didn't South Carolina buy all, all that land down there? I, it, what I thought they were gonna, what I thought they were gonna do was they Did were you gonna. Buy that? That, that, that was like a national yeah. park, right? Hey, buy well, that part's not the national park. Well, I think the state bought it. Oh. The university bought like. Because I think adventure downtown base. I, I think that was all part of adventure. I don't know. I don't care. They're not selling that bridge. All right. Look, the, I, I think this has been extremely interesting, and James, I want to thank you for being here with us because. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, if, if you guys ever need anybody to accompany you on these investigations, you have my number and I'll get Zach on that. Uh, yeah, I'll be the guy going, this is horse shit. Are we really? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you would participate. Just with, I would absolutely just to, I yeah. would absolutely be an objective participant. Yeah. So uh, if, 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 if you have any need of getting in touch with the South Carolina Paranormal Research uh, and Investigation Group, uh, you can either phone them, 864-923-923. 3170. You can email them scprai2007 at gmail.com or you can find them on Facebook uh, slash scprai. James, thank you very much again for being on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for appreciate letting me come on and ruin your podcast. No, oh, no, no, please. No, no. Trent Absolutely. Trent took it to a new level. So that is de- every year. That is going to do it for episode number 179. We are inching our way closer to 200. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for being here. Thank you again, James, for being on the show with us. Uh, links to all of our past episodes, podcast platforms, merchandise, and social marie- uh, media are available on our website, theallaboutnothing.com. If you think the financial module of giving away free content and entertainment is silly and you're in the giving mood, why not become an official nothinger and support the show? Visit theallaboutnothing.com and click on the link uh, support near the top of the webpage. You can subscribe monthly at a varying level of tiers as well as the Trent tier, which is a $100 a month tier that uh, gives you access to Trent 
yeah, for so, one day a month. So if y'all want to bring me out there for a hundred dollars, I'll, I'll hunt some ghosts. Wow, hundred. It's a hundred a month. Don't do it. The smell. Why would you tell him to not do it, man? Because they're a non Why are you hanging on us? They're That's not how you sell me. They're a non-profit organization. I gotta sell myself. All right. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can also join our Discord channel by clicking on the banner on our webpage. Please subscribe to the show, like, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and share us with your family and friends. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy Halloween. You all stay safe and... Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> the All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by me, Barrett Gruber, and recorded at the podcast studio at GOT Sound Studio in Lexington, South Carolina. GOT Sound Studio is owned and operated by Neek the Geek. Visit gotsoundstudio.com for details on studio rental, production, and engineering. Thanks to Cake for our intro music, Sick of You. You can follow everything Cake the Band at cakemusic.com. Thanks to Muff the Producer for our outro music. You can follow Muff on Instagram at Muff the Producer. Thanks to Trent Clark, aka DJ Lonzo. Join him weekly at the venue in Columbia, South Carolina for the Saturday All-Star Drag Brunch and Sundays at the Review Drag Brunch. You can also contact Trent for all your entertainment needs. Trent at theallaboutnothing.com and on Instagram at therealdjlonzo. You can also phone him, 803-262-7982. Thanks to Zach King. You can follow him on Instagram at kingzach 7 and on Twitter at carolinaking21. I am Barrett Gruber. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Barrett Gruber or visit my link tree slash Barrett Gruber. Want to support the show? Visit our webpage, theallaboutnothing.com and become a member. There are several tiers available, including memberships that give you early access to episodes as well as exclusive content. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. To find links to our social media, merchandise, and past episodes, visit theallaboutnothing.com. If you'd like to be heard on the show, you can call and leave us a message. Dial 803-672-0533. If the time between these episodes is more than you can handle, check out our partner podcast. Zach and I host What the Pod Was That with Carrie Simmons. Visit whatthepodwasthat.com for links and details. Ami takes a deep dive down the rabbit hole in episodes of Welcome to Wonderland. Available on all the podcast platforms. Visit wtwlpod.com for details. Check out DJ Lonzo's Top 5. Available on all of the podcast platforms. As well, you can listen to the political and social conversation between Dr. Jamela Brooks and Bill Himmler on Black, White, and Blue in the South, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe and share this show. If you're on YouTube, please like and hit the notification bell. Thank you for listening. The preceding podcast is a product of Big Media and copyright 2023, all rights reserved. This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by Blank Canvas Brand. If you own a business, restaurant, or sports team, and you're ready to shake things up with that new, unique image, you need to use Blank Canvas brand. Blank Canvas specializes in brand identity, including logos and graphics for business cards, flyers, banners, and signs. Blank Canvas offers printing services to help with your clothing needs. Look, when it comes to talent and service, there is no one better. For more information, you can search Facebook for Blank Canvas, or you can email blankcanvas at theallaboutnothing.com. That's B-L-N-K-C-A-N-V-S at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com.